Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, awesomes. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. I'm your host, Meg Teets, and I am so happy to tell you that it is time once again for the next installment in our Midlife with Mindy and Meg series. You know that I am so delighted to be joined today by our sort of awesome regular Mindy Browse. Hello, Mindy. Hi, Meg. It's great to see you again. I'm excited to be able to talk with you today. Yes, I'm so excited. As you shared with us on our last installment in the series, you are newly of the official menopausal club. I am. So a few awesomes have been listening from the beginning of the series. You know that we've sort of collectively been tracking along with Mindy (laughs) on that final countdown, right? Yes. And I hit 365 days on January 1st of 2023. How perfect is that? (laughs) I know. It was pretty great. And I had my menopause party. Yes. How was it? Weekends ago. It was so much fun. It was hilarious. I had Pandora on the TV and was playing music from 1985. It cuts out Sierra got my period. And oh my gosh. We, we talked about books. We spent a whole lot of time standing in front of my bookshelf because it ended up being a bunch of bookish people. Shopping. Okay. Love and it. Then we ate all my favorite perimenopause snack food. <laughs> Not necessarily healthy food. Okay. Right. Yes. These are my cravings. Yes. So I ate, we ate my cravings and we drank and we talked. And then we spent some so time good. just really talking about how we're feeling, what symptoms we have. When did we start our period? How old are we? Do we think, you know, I was the oldest one. It's also not a shocker. But seeing where everyone is in their stage of this journey and then talking about a lot of different things, like what struggles are you having? And then it kind of morphed into the really weird conversation about menstrual cups and stuff. Well, hey, look. When else are you going to talk about it with right. your friends? You're there for a menopause party. Let's talk about all yeah. the things. We had a little moment where I threw away my menstrual cup and moved. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> and moved all the tampons in my bathroom down to the girls and the guest bathroom. Oh, so I was like, bye. Peace wow. out. This is not for me. Bye. My, the only thing I wish I had done is I really wish I had worn white pants. Oh, God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I honestly have never even owned a pair because I have just right? not been willing. Yes, they're so risky. <laughs> they're too much of a risk. So I wish I had done that. That would have been really funny to have worn like a whole oh, white pants. Yes. Suit. That would have been fun. But it was just great. We had a really good time. And then we ended everyone. We did basically kind of a white elephant situation yeah. because 
they were asked to bring either a carb or chocolate or yeah. um, an alcohol. Well, you're not going to be surprised that the group, it was all alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we want to cover all the bases. I was like, okay. So, um, yeah, it was really funny. So everyone got to go home with a surprise something. So Ugh. it was hilarious. The other thing is I did put a sign up on my front door. It was a tombstone and it said RIP Mindy's period. Oh so my gosh, I love it. It was, and I everyone got so three menopause cards like we talked about in an episode. So yes. everyone got a laminated card to take home that said, hey, don't mess with me, basically, is what the card says. So, yeah. Yes. It was I'm hilarious. obsessed. This is helping me think ahead and plan my own menopause kickoff party. I will absolutely be wearing like a white linen suit situation. Please do. Because <laughs> I would just love it. And I had a Zoom one before the actual in real life party. There was yes. about seven of us that met on Zoom and talked so and fun. laughed. And they gifted each other gift cards and emailed them. It was really fun. So, so fun. I'm looking forward to yours and I will attend virtually, Meg. I love it. I love it. So great. So great. Well, we are definitely continuing our conversation on all things midlife today. We want to talk about changes to our nervous systems in midlife, changes that we might be dealing with, challenges that we're facing. If you are seeing an uptick in things like anxiety or depression, insomnia, jumpiness, all of these could be pointing to a nervous system that's kind of struggling. So we're going to discuss mm -hmm. that. We have also, Mindy and I both have emphasized over and over throughout this series how important it is to find a healthcare provider who is up to date in knowledge about perimenopause and menopause. And it's like, okay, girls, but like, how do we do that? Right? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. People have said that's so, great, but how? Okay, exactly. We'll talk about it. Exactly. So how do we find those care providers? We're going to share some of our experiences with that. We have got lots of great midlife conversation ahead today on this episode of Sorta Awesome. Welcome back, Austin's, to the show that loves to support you in becoming smart, strong, and social. If you have been looking for amazing women to connect with and also a community that will support you no matter what age or stage of life you're in, I'm so thrilled to tell you that you have come to the right place. Sort of Awesome is not just a podcast, it's also your community on the go. And you know, we would love to have you connect with us outside of your podcast app in one of our communities on social media. You can find us on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show. You can find us on Facebook in the Sorta Awesome Hangout group. And you guys, I have been meaning to tell you that if you have gotten bitten by that spring cleaning bug, if you have some cleaning and organizing tasks to tackle this season, that you're excited, you're motivated, you're ready to go. Well, we have put together two really awesome supply lists over in our Amazon storefront. We've got one all about organizing. We've got another one that's just for organizing your fridge and pantry, which I find to be the most inspiring right now, Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, just like, I want to see my pantry. Our pantry is bonkers right now. And so yeah. I keep thinking about this list and I'm like, I can do this. It's so small. We have a teeny tiny little pantry. I'm like, this would be such an easy little one afternoon project to tackle. 
So I'm going to put links in the show notes for you guys. It's super easy to find this list in our Amazon storefront. I have pinned them to the top for you. You can also just go over to amazon.com slash shop slash sort of awesome and find all of our lists over there. But yeah, if you're like in that spring cleaning mood, which with my seasonal allergies, I'm like, well, I guess it's spring ready or not. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. We're doing it. It's here. Yeah. Yes. That's what we've got going on over there with spring cleaning stuff. Mindy, we do have so much midlife stuff to get to. Before we do that, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week. If you are new to Sorta Awesome, I'm so thrilled to tell you about Awesome of the Week. It's the moment in the show where we stop and talk about whatever is making life a little more awesome for us right now, whether it's a book or a TV show, maybe it's a movie or a podcast, a product, an app, something that's bringing that gold sparkle to our days. Mindy, what do you have for us this week? Okay, well, my first awesome I'm bringing to, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not really, Meg, I'm kind of cheating. My first awesome of the week is that it was announced when Ted Lasso is returning. Oh, yes. And it's kind of my big happy thing. But everyone knows that. So y'all are all in the know because we know the awesomes also love Ted Lasso. So mm-hmm. I'll be looking forward to that. But we're having a family watch party. We're all very excited here at the Browse House. We're going to have biscuits with the Boss Biscuits. We're going to make fish and chips. We'll have beer and tea. And our whole family has it on their calendar and everybody is counting it down. It's oh, so really great. Fun. So that yes. would be really great. But yeah. my real awesome of the week that's specifically been something I am this week has brought me joy is a really unusual product, maybe. But we'll see. We'll see if you've heard of this. Okay. I okay. had to go gluten and dairy free a couple of weeks ago. I have EOE, which is an esophagus issue. And mm. The meds and things haven't been helping like they're supposed to. And so my GI doctor said, okay, I'm sorry, but I need you to go gluten and dairy free for the next three months at least. And then we're going to do a biopsy okay. and see how you're looking. And oh, I was like, on the outside, well, Meg, I was like, of course, doctor, we need to do what we need to do. Yes. Of I'm course. Having yes. these spasms still, and it's a thing. But then I got to my car and I'm like, wailing because I love cheese. I love cheese. I mean, that was the first thing I was going to say. Does this include even cheese? It no. cheese. I love cheese. Gluten yeah. has been a challenge, but not as much really for me because I'm a tortilla chip girl anyway, so and potato chips. So it's been okay. Yeah. Although, you know, the Cheez-Its are gone. So that yeah. was rough. Yeah. But on Instagram, I shared and my IG peeps were like, Mindy, we have something for you. And it is nutritional yeast. And that phrase just brought me zero joy. I was like, yeah, that sounds so gross. I can't even <laughs> like, nope. But it came into my messages so many times. And I was like, okay, okay. So I got a pound off Amazon. It was basically Amazon's recommendation, you know, the best price for the best quality. And I am in love. Meg? It's pretty great. I cannot believe it. Now, most of the recommendations were to use it for popcorn, but I am not a popcorn girl. So sorry, right. Rebecca. I love you. I love listening to all your popcorn stuff. Yeah. But I don't really like popcorn. I was going to also say popcorn. That's yeah. actually, I think, maybe the only way I've ever had nutritional well, yeast is on sprinkled that, on popcorn. That is what most people have said. So I've reported back to them. I've sprinkled it on fried eggs, scrambled eggs, tacos, okay, pasta sauce. Roasted veggies, 
And it looks so weird. Like the first time I did it, I was like, I cannot believe I'm sprinkling this onto my eggs. But man, yes, that satiation in my taste buds mm-hmm. is good. I have not missed it in my meals. Now, I'm not going to go look at a, a bowl of nacho cheese dip. I'm not mm. going to do that to myself. Right, right, right. For sure. And I have not made grilled cheese for my family. Like that's not happening. No, of course. But with each of these meals, I haven't felt like I'm missing something. And I have been astounded by that. So yeah. if it's something that your tummy maybe is just a little more sensitive to dairy, or you do need to be dairy free, this is a really great option. I have been happily surprised at my awesome of the week. And I'm really glad I have a nice big bag of it. For every time my family has wants cheese on something, I just replace it every time. So, so great. I know. It's so weird. I feel like I need to apologize to Nutritional Yeast. Hang on. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> because that name is just so bad. Like I remember. I know. First episodes <laughs> I did with you, I brought the book a bone as an awesome of the week. And I was like, I'm really sorry. The name of my awesome of the week is just terrible. This doesn't yeah. have an appealing name either. Like, I feel like their marketing team needs to... I know, right? Come mm-hmm. on. It is yeah. 2023. We can do better yeah. than nutritional yeast for it such a tasty so product. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. That's made my transition much better. So I'm, I'm excited. Well, you'll have to keep us updated either here or on mm-hmm. Instagram if you come across other kind of like, I want to say replacement products, other alternatives. Alternatives, Yeah that are helping ease you through this um, very difficult season I will where you're having to give up some faves. Yeah, I was not excited about dairy-free cheese. And when I talked yeah. to some friends who are dairy-free, they were like, yeah, don't go straight to that because yeah. you will not be a happy girl. You're going to have to go like cold turkey for a while before you try one of those because the taste is just so different. Right. Yeah, so I'm glad I had this instead. Okay, so good. Well, my awesome of the week this week is a book. It is a book, but it's not like a you have to sit down and read it all at once kind of book. So this is the book from Casey Davis called How to Keep House While Drowning. A gentle, yes, a gentle approach to cleaning and organizing. So are you familiar with Casey Davis at all? Only this book. I love this book. Oh, you have it. Okay. She is speaking to me. I am her target audience. Me too. And I think Mm -hmm. so many women or people in general who have struggles in the area, particularly, well, I mean, honestly, I think Mm -hmm. every human should read this book to tell you the truth. I do too. But if you do have a life that's kind of complicated, if you have any challenges with neurodiversity, with having some kind of physical impairment, if you have mental health challenges, or if you just go through a straight up rough season of life and you look around at your house and you're like, Mm -hmm. I can't believe I've let it get this bad. If you've ever shamed yourself for being messy, for having a cluttered home, for not being able to do more, for not being able to do it all, you guys. Or if you've shamed others. Yes, that's a great point Mm -hmm. to make too. Yeah, this book is where they're talking to audience. Yeah. But I agree with you. Everyone needs to read it because there are people who don't struggle with this exactly. at all. Exactly. Yes. Who need to read this book to get some insight. Yes. I agree with that 1000%. So Casey Davis is 
fairly well known on the internet. (laughs) She kind of blew up on TikTok and other social media accounts. I think her original account name was Domestic Blisters. I don't know if she has since changed it to her regular name. I'll look and put it in the show notes for you guys. She's also done a TED Talk, but she comes at the topic of care tasks for our home with this incredibly compassionate, grace-filled approach. I bought this on Kindle and then I was reading it and I was like, you know, this could be kind of cool to listen to while I'm actually doing some cleaning projects. This was actually maybe like around the beginning of the year. So I'm a little late to this book. This is not a new release, but I went ahead and put it on audio and listened to it. And she herself narrates, which I love to hear the writer read their own words. You guys, the number of times I had to stop my cleaning task, sit down and just cry, literally cry real tears because she was healing my soul with her words about how we can give ourselves grace and compassion when it comes to care tasks. It's about that. So it's like a mindset thing. It's a healing thing. And it's also practical. Some of the chapter titles, well, first of all, her main platform premise is that care tasks are morally neutral. Bam. And, <laughs> yes. Bam. I got chills just now saying that. Me too. The idea that we can alleviate all of this guilt and shame that we have layered on ourselves and maybe that other people have layered on us as well by attaching morality to the process of taking mm-hmm. care of our homes and what lives in our homes. The idea that it's morally neutral is so powerful and so important. And so she kind of goes through and builds a really strong foundation with mindset. But then she also has chapters that are just extremely practical. Like one is called Gentle Skill Building, the five things tidying method. So she kind of gives you some like baby steps for starting. She also has a really great chapter that spoke to my formerly pretty crunchy heart. (laughs) Chapter 15 is called You Can't Save the Rainforest If You're Depressed. And she kind of gives you permission to not always put so much pressure on yourself if you are in a struggle season to achieve these moral high grounds of always getting the recycling out and, you know, on and on anything that we think that we have to do or we're like failing the whole planet. She's like, listen, if you're depressed, if you are struggling with autoimmune disease, if you are, you know, fill in the blank challenge. You can let go of that guilt that you're not also out there, you know, saving the rainforests. So Meg, what a great recommendation and awesome of the week because everything you're saying, yep, that's exactly how I felt. And you're reminding me that I really want to get it on paper. Yeah. And I think I really want to have a family book club with this book. Yes. And really talk about it. Most of my kids are older. Now, Jubilee is... She's the trash panda and she makes a huge mess in this house. But there's a lot more than that going on. And of course, yeah. I think this book is so powerful, especially if you've been dealing with depression or you're neurologically diverse and your family hasn't mm-hmm. embraced that or they don't understand. And you're becoming frustrated with what your home looks like because you simply don't have the energy or yes. you're scattered right now. This book will. Ease your heart, yes. But it will also empower you to not judge yourself. And I want to invite my family into my world in this area more because mm-hmm. in the past it was like 
and all these things. And they were always like, oh, I guess somebody's coming over because we're cleaning. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so That's now what my kids do, too. They're like, mom. You're cleaning? We have to clean? Who's coming over? Right. Like, exactly. literally, that's what they ask every time. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so since 2020, we haven't had as many people coming over. So sure, yeah. kind of been like, well, don't need to clean. I'm like, no, no, people. <laughs> so this book would be a really great book club discussion. Oh, I think it would be so great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I was going to say family or even like your actual in-person yeah. or online book club. Again, it's by Casey Davis. It's called How to Keep House While Drowning. I'll have links in the show notes. I read it at the beginning of the year, but because it is, we're moving into that sort of spring clean energy time. I just wanted to put this into the hands of everybody and be like, yes, if you are feeling motivated, follow that energy, follow that motivation, do what you want to do, but also have the right mindset where you're not feeling like, you know, being so down on yourself that things have gotten so dirty, especially come out of the winter. Oh my gosh. I think everybody has to kind of scrape off layers of (laughs) dirt and dust and like let's open the windows and freshen up all right well those are our awesomes of the week this week of course we want to hear what's awesome in your life as well so come and find us on social media like i said we are on instagram at sort of awesome show or you can come over to facebook to the sort of awesome hangout we would love to hear what's going on with you and what's bringing the gold sparkle to your days mindy we have so much to get to and we're going to get to our midlife discussion when we come right back Hey friends, for most of us, learning a second language in high school or college uh, was not exactly the high point of our academic careers. I took a little Spanish in high school, I took it again in college, and um, honestly, I didn't retain that much of it. But now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that has sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you're going to be traveling abroad this year, or if you want to connect in a deeper way with your family, or if you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Again, since I've dabbled in Spanish in the past, it felt like this was the right time. This is the year for me to really get serious about learning the language. And honestly, my favorite thing about Babbel is that their 15-minute lessons are perfect for me. I don't have a lot of time to squeeze new things into my schedule, but you guys, I have 15 minutes that I can give to expanding my brain and expanding my understanding of the Spanish language. 15 minutes a day, yes, I can totally do that. Plus, I love that Babbel's speech recognition technology helps me with my pronunciation and my accent. There are podcasts, games, videos, stories. There's even live classes. Something so fun about Babbel is you can choose from 14 different languages, not just Spanish. They've got French, Italian, German, and more. Plus, it comes with a 20 day money back guarantee so you can start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, you can get up to 55% off of your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash awesome. That's babbel.com slash awesome for up to 55% off of your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Okay, we are back and we are continuing the Midlife with Mindy and Meg series today. Mindy, I texted you this very morning on the day that we're recording to be like, hey, quick change up. I have a new topic idea for the episode of recording in a few hours. In fact, because of something that happened to me, like in real time, in real life. And it took me by surprise because I have been really in a place of pretty solid, stable mental health for a couple of months now, feeling pretty good. And then this morning... Out of the blue, it felt like I had a full-on panic attack, which has not 
been a reality in my life, like I said, for months. It was triggered by, I was opening the fridge to get some stuff out for breakfast and I saw that a package of meat, the bloody juices had escaped the packaging. Speaking of cleaning, why are we talking about cleaning so much? I don't know. But it had dripped all the way down into the back Mm. of the fridge and under the fruit drawer and it was like all over stuff. And it triggered this massive freak out in my body Mm. because just two weeks ago, I deep cleaned the fridge and it was looking so fine in there. It was looking so good. And I opened the fridge and here is this huge meat juice mess. And Mindy, I just Uh -uh. like went into flip out mode. It was true panic attack. Like I couldn't breathe over a mess in the fridge. And, you know, I have Mm -hmm. had mental health struggles long enough to know you can never reason with a mental health fall apart. But I was so taken aback that once I kind of got myself back together and was thinking about it, I genuinely was like, you know, I do wonder if there's something about what's happening to our bodies in midlife that really messes with our nervous systems. So I started doing a little digging and you know what the answer is? You probably know. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. That's exactly what's happening. Exactly. So I just kind of wanted to give a little bit of an overview of what's going on with our nervous systems. So when we start to move into this midlife time in life, well, first of all, to just kind of backtrack a little bit, what even is the nervous system? Probably most of us are fairly familiar with what the nervous system does. It relays messages to certain areas of the body to what to do, like the instructions. It's the information, the instructions of what to do in any given situation. It guides actions such as breathing. It also helps guide the complex things that are going on in our brains, like with thinking and reading and remembering things. Memory, uh uh-huh. Yep, memory and our emotions. It controls our heart rate. It controls how much we are sweating. So our nervous system is on call 24-7, right? We need that nervous system to live. And so when our nervous system is struggling, there are some really specific things, that signs, symptoms that will start happening. One of those can definitely be a feeling of just heightened stress. More so like, you know, we live in a pretty stress-driven culture, unfortunately. But if you start to realize that you're just feeling stressed out about everything all the time, like you wake up in the morning, and you feel stressed, you lay down to go to sleep at night and you're feeling stressed, that can be a sign that you've got some issues going on, some challenges to your nervous system, anxiety attacks, panic attacks, or just general anxiety that you're feeling. And as you pointed out, memory You could feel like you're just constantly forgetting things, that you have brain fog, which we talked about in one of our earliest episodes, the brain fog thing. Just feeling like you can't make a decision. It can even manifest physically, like with headaches or having tingling in your fingers. All of these things point to issues with our nervous systems. Yeah. And the culprit is, of course, estrogen. Yeah, editor can put in here, right here, Taylor Swift's, hi, it's me, I'm the problem, it's me. That is the culprit here. When our yeah. estrogen drops, it puts pressure on our entire body. Yes. And it has a very, very quick impact on our nervous system because our nervous system is kind of like a first line yeah. of defense and 
mental awareness and cutie. Yep. And that is why our flight and fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to add freeze. I think yes. flight, fight and freeze. That's why it is heightened yeah. during this time is because like you said, when there is stress, which that includes a lot of different things. And Meg, I'm here to say, I'm going to totally agree that bloodied grossness oh, in a fridge is a trigger. <laughs> I had a visceral response when you said it, because I could picture it. Yeah. Because, oh yeah, shocker, it's happened here. <laughs> and, but it's why our bodies react to flight, where we go withdraw quickly. Mm-hmm. We fight, we mm-hmm. get very, well, I mean, let's just go with feisty. We get very feisty. Yeah. We get mad quicker. Yeah. And then we freeze. And this is where I've been landing mm. currently is the freeze where I just can't do anything. Yes. It's frozen. Yes. And it's our nervous system. And it's all due to that beloved hormone that is prima donna, the queen for perimenopause, estrogen. Yes. And all of that that you said, and just to add on to it, one article that I found said that even before our estrogen levels begin to drop, which is the major hormonal shift that all of us are familiar with, that even before that starts to happen, that progesterone starts its Mm. decline first before the estrogen drops. And that progesterone calms the GABA receptors in our nervous systems. And Right, 100%. Yes. And so once that progesterone starts to drop then we really feel that impact on the GABA receptors, which help to kind of stabilize the adrenal systems in our nervous system. And so we've got like a one-two punch going on with our hormones and suddenly these dropping levels of them and the impact that it does have on our nervous system. Another symptom of it that I forgot, I kind of mentioned at the top, but this was wild to me. The jumpiness, the easily startled, which I think you were kind of referring to with the fight, flight or freeze, you feel like your awareness system is activated all the time and you're just easily startled. I (laughs) just feel like standing at the stove, you know, like making a little lunch for the kids and Kyle will come down the stairs on the kitchen side and start talking. I'll be like, ah, (laughs) like just like freak (laughs) out because I just am so jumpy. You know what? I never put this all together. I have been really increasingly more so like this in the last 10 years, so much that my family is like, you are hilarious. Like, <laughs> I know. Yes. In a movie, any kind of startling sound, I literally am like, <gasps> and they're like, mom, seriously. And I'm like, I'm not acting. Exactly. I'm not like, oh, yeah. I want to have a really weird reaction to something. <laughs> it's my body. Like, I literally yes. cannot control how startled I am. Like they won't watch certain things with me that aren't scary movies. Right. They just have a lot of startling scenes. Yeah. And they're like, we just can't watch this with you because you're going to like almost pass out repeatedly during these scenes. And I'm like, sorry, but now that you're saying that, I never put that all together. I know. I know. And it is definitely... I've said a million times on the show through the years, I'm a highly sensitive person. So I've always been like a little jumpy, but it's like up to level 100 now with the absolute (laughs) easily startled. And it Mm -hmm. does all comes back to that nervous system. And it's so pissed off. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's easily sad. Like all of those flight, fright and freeze things 
are just hair line, like mm-hmm. hair triggers. Yes. Right now. Yes. Exactly. And I have to say that to my family. Like, look, my wick, my fuse mm-hmm. is, I'm going to say practically non existent, guys. Like, it is down here. It's so tiny. Yeah. So if three of you do something, well, mm-hmm. forget it. Yep. Gotta be an explosion. <laughs> You've been warned. You've been warned. (laughs) Yes. Meg, some other things that are coming out now, some research is coming out, is that, you know, 67% of patients with Alzheimer's are women. Mm. And they're seeing that these symptoms are actually coming up decades before the actual symptoms, that there's indicators. And sadly, there's some new research out there that is showing that the changes in perimenopause and menopause can increase the risk of brain changes associated with Alzheimer's. So really? Yeah. So some things that we need to make sure we're making note of again, that we're not blowing off that I really feel like once you hit 35, you probably need to start journaling your, we wouldn't call symptoms, but actually are. If you're noticing Mm. your flight, fright and freeze, if you're noticing your mood changes, if you're noticing your forgetfulness, just start keeping track of that, because that information will help your doctor. Women had a 22% lower brain glucose metabolism, meaning lower energy levels in the brain and about 11% more brain shrinkage. And those brain biomarkers were associated with menopause when the ovaries stopped producing estrogen and progesterone. They're starting to say, this is a quote, we may need to start thinking about reducing the potential risk for Alzheimer's disease and female patients at 40 or 50, not 70 or 60. They're seeing that menopause, it is a nervous system situation. You know, for long, it's just been, oh, it's just the female parts, you know. No, no. These hormone changes affect the entire body, including our nervous system. And they're realizing that there's an issue here. Like the doctor in this article even said, very few people associate menopause with the brain but they're related. Mm -hmm. So I just want to encourage us all. Again, this is not in our heads. We know historically, this has not been a field. This has not been something doctors look into, which is great. We're going to be talking about that in a second segment. And so honestly, sadly for now, it's up to us to document and bring the data to our doctors. So you keep track of your symptoms, whether you use an app for that, which is what I did really helped me see patterns. But again, with some of this, these risks that we're increased for, we have a higher risk now, we really need to make sure that we're keeping track. And so we can bring that information to our doctors instead of depending on them for all of us. There's just so much here. There's so much here. So the perimenopausal transition, they're saying may also represent a window of opportunity to prevent age-related neurological diseases. So I'm pretty pissed that I'm learning this and I'm already in menopause, right? So my risk is increased exponentially once I pass that marker. But if you're still in perimenopause, you really need to be paying attention to this because we talked about in other episodes of thermoregulation, sleep, Mm -hmm. circadian rhythm, sensory processing, which can be connected to panic attacks, right? And things like that. So there are so many domains of cognitive functions that are related to this that they are realizing now that getting treatment and help and support during perimenopause can reduce your risk of age-related neurological conditions. 
That's incredibly powerful. That's huge. And then when you connect it to the percentage of women who suffer from those diseases, I yes. kind of want to go, hey, doctors, duh, maybe we should have been realizing when 67 to 70% of people with Alzheimer's are women. Hey, yeah. hey, um, let's think about what do women have <laughs> that yep. males don't. Okay, so maybe we should, uh, hello, really zone in. And so now they yeah. are, thankfully. So guys, yes. if you're in this season, it's time. If you realize you are in perimenopause, take this data to your doctor and say, hey, I want to lower my risk for yep. neurological conditions later. So mm. we have to be our own advocates. But again, we do. That's why Meg and I are doing this because yes. we're fed up. We're tired of it. I mean, Meg, I don't know if you realize that tomorrow is the one year anniversary of our first episode dropping with the midlife series. And yes. the conversation has increased, I would say almost mm -hmm. tripled in our culture since yes, we dropped that first goodness. episode. And yes. again, so your doctor will have been hearing something, but take this stuff guys to your doctor so that you can help future you. Oh, I'm so glad that you said that because in this midlife season, this has been a big part of our conversation. Yep. So many of us are pulled in so many different directions. Yes. Outside of taking care of ourselves, we are often parenting children into their teenage years. We have kids who are going through their own hormonal upheaval. We have maybe even kids who are leaving the nest. Mm -hmm. And so there's all kinds of parenting young adult children going on. We have our parents who were maybe being called on to provide care for, not to mention just like our regular <laughs> jobs and our regular other responsibilities, trying to keep house without crying. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> which is some days just impossible. Yeah. And so it can be so easy to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I'm in perimenopause. I'm going to like white knuckle my way through it and I'll just get to menopause eventually. I love that you're pointing this out because so many of our awesomes are either in right now yep. or quickly approaching this phase of life. And so you guys, like Mindy said, we've got to be paying attention to our bodies, caring for our bodies, nurturing our bodies through this time. We cannot put ourselves last on the list. Nope. If we want to, we can do this now as a gift to our later postmenopausal selves and to our families, honestly, too. This is something we keep saying every episode, right? This is a conversation to have with your partner and your family. They need yeah. to know, hey, guess what? I'm at higher risk for neurological diseases later. If I don't yeah. get help, you're going to regret it later. <laughs> yes. We're both going to yeah. regret it later. I need to right. take care of right now, Mindy, current Mindy, so that future Mindy can continue taking care of herself. And so we can do things the way we hope to do yes. them at that season of life. So all of this is not like self-care spa day stuff. This is, no. This is necessary medical well-being treatment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's the perfect segue because I have a few ideas to share with our awesomes of ways that we can care for our nervous system and, you know, really just turn that into attention towards caring for ourselves. Like you said, way beyond a spa day, beyond a hot bath, <laughs> which I do love a hot bath, but that's not going to be the answer for everything. Unfortunately, One of the biggest things is to take a magnesium supplement. Yes. I ran across more than one article from doctors and other care providers that have said, if you take one supplement during perimenopause, mm -hmm. let it be magnesium. It boosts GABA. 
it reduces adrenaline, it regulates cortisol, and it promotes sleep. And so if you are having some sleep issues in perimenopause, it's going to help in that way too. But it is one of the most powerful stress relievers and so easy to do that you can incorporate into your days and help with bringing your nervous system into a little bit more balance. Here's another thing, Mindy, you were talking about having to give up dairy. If you want to bring some balance to your nervous system, one of the things you can do is reduce histamine Mm. and mast cell activation. So apparently cow dairy and alcohol are involved in the process called mast cell activation, and they can really trigger big responses in your nervous system. And also histamine is involved in this as well. And so you can take an antihistamine which is now also being prescribed in a lot of cases for PMDD. So even if you're younger, you're not perimenopause yet, but you've been struggling with PMDD, ask your doctor about the role of taking an antihistamine. Oh my gosh, I have that. And that would have been a much better suggestion than some of the other things back when I was first diagnosed. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm seeing magnesium everywhere also. Everywhere. Yes. Of course, more rest. If you can you know, saying more rest to women who are already stretched so thin can feel like the impossible thing on the list. But truly, in this time where when our systems are a little bit more vulnerable, one of the best things that we can do is slow down and rest more often and get better quality rest. Another thing that goes along with that too is learning how to activate the vagus nerve. Are you familiar with the vagus oh, nerve? In the most unpleasant ways. Yes, I am. Oh. I would love to hear something positive. <laughs> Well, a really simple way that you can hit control alt delete on your vagus nerve is with really cold temperatures like icy cold. So can I have not done this, but some people on TikTok, I have seen them doing this, are dunking their faces into a bowl with ice water in it. Look, if you already have your full makeup on for the day, are you going to do this? I don't know. It feels a little drastic, but it works. That sounds much more appealing (laughs) than what I am seeing the two or three minute dunk in Ice cold. Oh, yes. Or showers. I mean, that's the thing, too. If you can tolerate a cold shower, that can help. Another thing, though, that's way simpler is to just get a bag of ice or an ice pack and hold it on your chest or your neck. Okay. Can help to stimulate the vagus nerve, which will then help you to have some reduction of that, especially anxiety, that flared up nervous system. You can stimulate your vagus nerve. Fascinating. Um, Meg, you're not going to believe this, but just this morning, was talking to our almost 15 year old and he was having a particularly hard emotional morning. And thankfully, I'm 26 years into this. I handled it a little bit better than in the past. But I gave him one of the things we've learned from mental health care professionals is changing your temperature drastically. So if you're in a warm room, do a big cold something, run your hands or your face in cold water. If you're cold, go do into a hot shower. So did I apply this to me? No, I did not, Meg. So thank you. <laughs> Two more that are on the list that you're going to be so mad that you keep hearing this everywhere. Not you, Mindy, but just you, the collective of awesomes. You keep hearing it everywhere because it's true. Walking in nature, like your little hikes, Mindy, that you like to do. Yeah. And also, you guys, you know, I'm going to say it yoga oh. will help with, <laughs> Here it is. with calming down your nervous system and also training your body how to come into a more relaxed state, even when you're not on the yoga mat, which again, that's why I even started doing yoga. And I'm here to report even the reluctant ones, the reluctant yoga students like myself, it really does work. The last thing, talk to your healthcare provider. And that's what we're going to talk about in our next segment. But I personally 
have started progesterone, didn't just start, I've been on it for over a year now, started an actual progesterone, an oral one to supplement those drops in progesterone that I'm going through. Good. And I'm here to tell you, it makes a huge difference. It may not be right for everybody, but talk to your healthcare provider because you might be surprised that it's not even like full on hormone therapy, right. but just getting on an oral progesterone can really make a big difference. You know, that was the, when I was first diagnosed with PMDD, my typical GP, he wanted to give me Prozac and I wanted to just explore some other ideas first. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I finally went to an integrative medicine doctor, a woman, and she was mm-hmm. like, oh, you need GABA and progesterone cream. And mm-hmm. the month I started taking the GABA was the first month I hadn't had suicidal thoughts in wow. like probably 18 months. So oh much so gosh. that it caught me off guard when my cycle started because oh. I got to the point where I was like, oh, well, when I start having these, yes. these terrible thoughts, my cycle, I'll either be ovulating or I'm about to start. So wow. when I got past and I started, I was like, oh, and I just cried a pure joy. I was like, I did yes. not. And did I expect such a quick help? I did not. I did not. Yeah. So it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those are some thoughts on our wild and wonderful nervous systems and all of the changes that we're going through in this midlife time. So truly, Mindy, I am so glad that you brought up how caring for ourselves now, paying attention when our nervous systems are yelling at Mm -hmm. us, hey, I am struggling. I need some support. Pay attention. Mm -hmm. Listen, some of these things on the to-do list, and this is just a sampling of things. This is by no means a comprehensive list. Some of them are so simple. And it's such a great way to support ourselves. So we do want to talk more about the whole healthcare question. And we're going to talk about that when we come right back. Okay, friends, our next partner is Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens every single day. I gave AG1 a try because I was looking for a little boost of energy to help support me in um, a little goal I made for myself this month. I was just texting my friend Kate that I decided to challenge myself to getting to 10,000 steps every day by the end of the month of March. So every single morning, I feed the dogs their breakfast, then I mix up for myself my AG1, and in just a few minutes, I'm ready to get out the door and rack up those steps. The thing about AG1 is it's one scoop of powder mixed with water once a day. It's the healthiest thing that you can do in under a minute, and it was super easy to incorporate into the rhythms and routines of my life every day. And you guys, it makes me feel unstoppable with my energy, not just on my morning walks. It like I really feel like I can easily get those steps in. I've absolutely noticed the way it gives me that feeling of just being ready to go, ready to take on anything throughout the day. So if you are looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash sorta. That's athleticgreens.com slash sorta and check it out. Okay, we are back. We are in our midlife with Mindy and Meg series. We were just talking about our nervous systems, but Mindy, one of the things that truly, like you said, for the past year, as we've been putting this conversation out, we've gotten so many people who are responding, they're listening, they're responding, they're having great conversations. But one of the things that we hear about so often is like, okay, I do know I need to reach out to some kind of healthcare provider. How do you find one? Because one of our earlier conversations talks about how we have this long history in our culture of the medical establishment being a key part of 
these huge misunderstandings or just lack of even attention or mistreatment or and abuse mistreatment. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Coming from what was known to be like uh-huh. the medical science at the time. Yeah. And so unfortunately, there are ways that the medical community hasn't quite caught up in some places Agreed. to current research, yes. current treatment options. And so people have been like, how do you find a healthcare provider who knows what they're talking about? Yeah. Talk on that. Okay, so first thing I want to say, if we happen to have a listener who is in college, hey, or younger, <laughs> okay, could you please go ahead and go to med school and <laughs> and promote the specialty yes. of peri and menopause? Yes. Field. Now, like we've mentioned before, Dr. Mary Claire Haver, that's her sole focus. And I'm mm-hmm. starting to see that that is becoming a thing, but it's not it's not dealt with in med school. Research is showing, the surveys vary with this, but when they've been surveying OBGYNs, 6.8 to 20% feel prepared to help this season for their patients. Wow. I just want to <laughs> so like, say it again. Barely one out of five. Correct. Barely. Y'all, that's a problem. That is a big problem. They are reporting that there's not big classes on this. This is like paragraphs of information. Now, this has been a long-standing problem. Again, historically, this has been such a big thing that I rejoice every time I see a doctor on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, because I'm still not TikTok skilled, (laughs) talking about this and promoting this as a field, I rejoice. So the first thing I want to say is talk your kids into going to college for this. Why? (laughs) They will have a bazillion patients. They mm-hmm. will they will have to turn people away, I guarantee you, okay? Yes. Because the more we talk about this, the more the younger generation of women are going to expect this. So we yes. haven't expected it and we're demanding it. The next mm-hmm. generation is not going to be patient right. and help yes. train their doctors. They're going to be like, oh, hell no. You <laughs> went to school. You better know your thing. So I want to send you first to the North American Menopause Society online. They have a source for finding certified menopause practitioners. Now, this is not a certification like with AMA or anything. This is a program they've put together to help doctors learn. And when they pass this, then they consider them certified by the North American Menopause Society. So it's not a medical school, but it's a great Mm -hmm. step. So when I looked it up, just out of curiosity for me, in Albuquerque, which is not a booming metropolis, There were 13 within a 25-mile radius of me, which is really quite more than I expected for Albuquerque. And seven of those are accepting new patients. So that was fantastic. I happen to be happy with my doctor right now, but it encouraged me that I can share this information for locals and say, hey, check this out. So the thing I want to challenge us all, we would never take our kids to a doctor who did not thoroughly know and understand puberty. We would not go take our kids to a doctor who was like, well, 6.8 to 20% of us feel like we know what's going on during this season, but it'll be fine. (laughs) No, this is like a third of our lives. Perimenopause and menopause combined is a third of our life. So it's ridiculous for us to be okay with going to someone who isn't going to learn or has learned this situation. So Y'all, we have to advocate for ourselves so that our sisters coming after don't have to. 
So the mm-hmm. awkward conversations have to happen. Okay. So a 2014 study of insurance claims found that although 60% of patients with hot flashes seek medical attention, here we go, 75% of them are not receiving the treatment that's available. What? 60% of patients wanting help. 75% of that 60% are not getting treatment that's available because their doctors are unaware and lacking knowledge and experience with this information. It's even saying the severity of their untreated symptoms lead them to leave the workforce earlier than they had planned because Mm. their symptoms are not manageable. Right. That's infuriating. There's that systemic piece of it again. It is because if 75% of men were not getting treatment and were leaving the workforce, guess what we would be hearing about? (laughs) <laughs> it would have been solved yeah. decades ago, Mindy. No, like, this would be a data I didn't have to tell you because we would have been hearing about it constantly. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Again, the problem is systemic. It is patriarchal in the sense that women have not been given a voice for this season. And we want to send you back to episode 389, where we talk about the historical treatment of menopause, because it, yeah. this has been a long-term thing and doctors are still struggling to fight this. Okay. So there are women, especially women doctors who are really fighting this, but they're going against like a huge yes. Sisyphus-like boulder, yes. right? Okay. So it's right. a big deal. I also saw online a Dr. Hardwick Smith said that she had been giving the most stupid advice to women for many, many years when they came to her with issues about midlife. She said, I wish I could get all their numbers and call them and say, I'm so sorry. I have been sending people away feeling invalidated with no answers because she didn't understand until she started going through it. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, my holy hell. These patients were actually under rating what was going on here. So guys, I want you to understand we're up against a big thing. Yes. Okay. We say, go find a doctor. We know it's work again. Mm -hmm. That sucks. But your daughters and your granddaughters won't have to do the work if we do it now. So go to that website. First of all, you say it again, the North American Menopause Society, unless you have a doctor that you really connect with right now. So if you have a GYN that you really like, then I have some questions for you to ask him or her to see if they are prepared for this season. So like maybe you're not in perimenopause yet and you're in pre and you're like super happy and life is great and you like your doctor and you're like, oh, I should find out if they're ready for the next season. So mm-hmm. you just next appointment, you take time and you ask them, how much have you studied perimenopause and menopause? Mm-hmm. Y'all, mm-hmm. 
they're not going to be prepared. Okay. So <laughs> give them a little grace, but go ahead and ask it and then say, how up to date are you on the data for this season of life and the treatments available for women? Yes. And then yeah. I would say, how would you describe the season of life for women? Mm. Those three questions are going to give you quite a bit of insight into oh, that's good. how your doctor views it, how much time yeah. they're willing to commit to learning if they have mm -hmm. it all. And if they're interested in growing in this area, y'all, you may have to find a different doctor. Those answers that your doctor brings back may be so frustrating to you that you have to say, I think I may need to find a different doctor when I enter this season. And then mm -hmm. you bring up the data we've talked about. You can say, yeah. I have learned that I will be at a higher risk for neurological conditions when I hit menopause if I don't get help during perimenopause. Mm -hmm. I have learned that I am increased risk for cardiovascular disease. I have learned that I do not have to suffer from hot flashes, mood swings, all the things just because it's, oh, that time of life. And mm -hmm. I want to take care of my body today for future me. Yes. And I love mm -hmm. you. We've had a great relationship. But this is a third of my life that I need somebody who is committed to doing the work. Just last week, I went to the doctor for a checkup and to talk to her about my antidepressant, make sure we're still doing well with all that. And I hadn't seen her in a while. We're sitting there and she's asking what's been going on. And I'm really honest with her because I feel like mm -hmm. that's key, right? Yes, and yes. So she said, okay, well, let's talk about that. And talked about one thing and then talked about another thing. And then when I shared something else, she just said, this is a lot. And I said, well, yeah, you know, it's just how it is. And she just looked at me and she said, Mindy, how can I help? Meg, I just started crying because it wasn't a, what can I give you? What prescription? What can I tell you what to do? She was seeing me and she said, how can I help? And I cried and said, gosh, I don't know. And I said, well, I, I am, you know, I had forgotten to mention I was going to therapy and doing some other things. And she says, those are all great. And she said, let's check in in six months. And I want to check on the following symptoms and the following things, behaviors that you're working on changing. And I want to see where you are. And if you're, mm -hmm. these symptoms that you're really especially struggling with are not alleviated, then we're going to take the next step and look at some other things. Is that okay? Yeah. She oh. said, I want to support the decisions you're making. And you know, a book that I was talking about committing to and changing some other behaviors that are contributing, unfortunately, to some of my symptoms. And I become aware of that. She said, I think those are great to try that first. That's great. But I don't want to wait too long. She said, so are you okay with doing those things for six months and then coming back and let's see her doing? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and mm. y'all, I hadn't thought through for this episode and things to ask her because she's already been the whole time been promoting how to help yeah. me. She's initiated yes. conversations and not just been like, oh, wow, that sucks to be you. Let me know what day of cycle you're on. <laughs> like, you know, it's just, <laughs> she's really helped. So I want to encourage you that you can find a doctor who cares that much about this season of life, but you're going to have to look for them. Yes. And I think one of the ways we can do that is ask around. Yep. I mean, if you have friends in your community or even if you have access to Facebook groups or the Nextdoor app or like mm -hmm. whatever, ask around mm -hmm. because people who love their doctors and who feel heard and listened to by their care providers, they are more than happy most of the time to tell oh, yeah. you, you've got to go see so-and-so. They helped me so much. They supported me through this. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, we've talked about this so many times in different contexts. Sometimes just making an appointment is so hard for various reasons. And then it's like the idea of having to start all over again with finding a new care provider. It can be overwhelming, but I think asking around can give us some leads. I agree. I agree. To finding someone new. And I think too, you know, be open to all different kinds of healing and health modalities. You never know if somebody who's maybe more trained on the naturopath side of things might have something that is going to help ease some of your symptoms, support whatever you have going on. That's the great thing about living in this time of life. There really are so many specialties. We have access to so many care providers in so many new ways. I personally found the most help and support in a clinic here in Oklahoma City that only specializes really in different kinds of hormone therapies and treatments and those types of things. And so my care provider, as soon as I started going through symptoms and talking about, he's like, okay, I know what we need to do. And like, this is what he does all day, every day is just work with all people in all different ages and phases of life. But he certainly does know what's going on with the perimenopause transition. So yeah, I guess I would say keep an open mind as you're searching. I agree. You never know when just the right person is going to come across your radar, I guess you could say even if it's maybe a little non-traditional. I agree. You, never know. you know, I had never heard of integrated medicine back when I was first diagnosed with PMDD, except for a friend. She said, mm-hmm. can I send you to such and such? And I was like, well, it sounds a little woo-woo-y. I don't know. And she's like, no. And so <laughs> she sat me down and explained, you know, integrated medicine, they still are certified doctors. They've been to med school. They have yeah. all that, but they also have studied alternative treatments. And for me, That is my happy place where I can have somebody who is willing to look at Mm -hmm. all the options available. So I want to encourage you if that is a new term, if you're unhappy with who you have, look into that because you could find out that, like I said, all she did was give me some supplements that I bought, you know, on Amazon. Yes, literally. And I stopped having suicidal thoughts. Hello, that's Mm -hmm. ginormous. But I also want you to you know, be encouraged to ask your friends, like you said, but specifically, this is Mindy being ballsy, those who are already way into perimenopause, right? Yeah. So you don't necessarily want to ask your 30-year-old friends about their doctors because they haven't right. walked that yet. So ask yes. those of us who are already there. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was going to have to switch doctors, but she has been great. I will tell you on that list for the North American Menopause Society for Albuquerque, all 13 are women. Yeah. Um, that, and I was like, oh, color me, not surprised. Yes. You know, but yeah, it's a great resource, friends, all of it. Yes. And of course, we do have these conversations going on a lot in our hangout group, maybe not with specific recommendations, but just how do you find somebody? Mm-hmm. The collective wisdom of the awesomes is always never fails, does it, Mindy? You're right. And I will say <laughs> to all of them who are listening, you know, it was so great. We asked for questions. So superstars, your questions were so good that they're being made into episodes. And some of them were already on our list, but they've been bumped up. So get ready for talking about parenting and midlife, been talking about emotions, alcohol and drug struggles, all sorts Mm -hmm. of things that were brought up in the questions that were so fantastic. Just as a recap, I just want to remind you topics that we've covered this last year. We've fully reached Mm -hmm. a year. Brain fog, cycle chaos, food, basically appetite during perimenopause. Mm -hmm. History of the treatment of menopause and perimenopause, parenting our parents, parenting in midlife, 
Sex mm-hmm. and Midlife. That is a highly listened to one. So yes. go give episode 401 <laughs> a listen. Hot mm-hmm. flashes, changes in our skin. How do you know if you're in the club? Exercise yep. in Midlife. So somebody did ask about that. And I realized that the episode 414 doesn't have that on as the oh, part of the title. Yeah. So if you're looking about that, that's episode 414. We've okay. talked about helping a friend walk through parent loss and grief. And then 427, the one right before this is the struggle is real in the clothes closet. And what it's like to hear voices in our closet telling us things. So we've got a lot of topics, (laughs) but y'all, we were so happy to get your questions because first of all, they were very affirming for our list that we already have going. And then you Mm -hmm. were able to give us some insight into what you're wanting. Yeah. And I'll pin that post too, so that we can keep that up there. If people are like, oh, well, I had a question and then you can get that to us also. And I'll put a link to this in the show notes. I made a Spotify playlist with all of these episodes. And every time we, Mindy and I do a new one, I add the newest one to that playlist. So you can have them all in one place. Also, that makes it super easy to share with your friends, with your community groups, with people in your family. You can just send them all to one place just to listen to the Midlife with Mindy and Meg episodes. And hopefully that makes it easier for you guys. Mindy, if people want to come find you and chat about perimenopause mm-hmm. or the perimenopause critters. Yeah, that's that right. <laughs> the critters on our shoulders. That's right. Yes, the critters or really any topic because, you know, Mindy will always talk to you guys about books or parenting, all kinds of stuff. Where can we best find you all around the web? I am on Instagram more than a woman should be at Grateful for Grace. <laughs> so find me there, Grateful for Grace. I love DMs. So hit me up. And I'm so glad that you are on Instagram so much. I'm not, but when I open Instagram and I see I've got a DM from you, you're usually sending me something really good. Good. So I'm so glad you're on there. (laughs) If you want to find me on social media, you can find me at Sorta Awesome Meg. You can find the show by searching Sorta Awesome wherever you are. We would love to see you over there. If you're talking about our midlife series or any Sorta Awesome episode, Come and find us on social media. We would just love to hear what you have to say about Sorta Awesome. Mindy, thank you so much for your time and thank you for this ongoing conversation. I know it is making a huge difference in the lives of so many women. So thank you again. An honor. Thanks, Meg. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.